Dude, I was gonna say it's so cool that it was live on Twitter. I've yeah, I didn't. That I never seen that before because it gave me an option for Twitter, and I thought it just meant that it was gonna like put it out there, you know, on Twitter. Yeah. But just I didn't throw know it, the link. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't know it was actually streaming on Twitter, so I just did it again <laughs> today. Yeah, it's thought... super sick. Oh, let me retweet it because that's sick. Yeah, no, yeah, let me do the same. Either way, guys, a lot of stuff to talk about today. It is March 2nd, 8 a.m. Central Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And we're going to be talking about Kevin Durant's debut, obviously. Is it debut or debut? It's debut. Right? Did, did you not just say the same word? Is it debut or debut? How no you- way. Debut? I, it's debut. It's a great <laughs> question, though. I've never – I don't think I've ever – heard somebody say debut <laughs> i feel like that's what a uh, canadian would say yeah yeah debut. exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so we got kd playing as a son for the first time brandon oh, ingram oh. brandon ingram in the pelicans then a little bit of knicks and Cavs talk then celtics and grizzlies well swaggy coming on i mean apparently all right. I actually didn't. I forgot that I muted that conversation because on Saturday, <laughs> you remember when Swaggy was blowing our phones up on Saturday? Uh, I, w- I had to mute that conversation because I was legit <laughs> at work. And I, I, I yeah. guess I forgot to unmute the combo after work. I have all my texts on mute because I hate notifications, but I yeah, hate I, notifications, bro. I mean, Every time I checked that chat this weekend, it was like, bam, here's 120 texts. Like, yeah, oh, dude, I know. I had yeah. to mute the chat. I, could, <laughs> I couldn't say that when you said Swaggy's waiting on your response. I kept texting you. Yeah, tell him it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Either way, let's get right into 23 points and 27 minutes. Are you drinking water out of a Tito's cup? No, I'm drinking Tito's, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's that it's early. day gone. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Kevin Durant. And what 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 do you think? Did you watch the game? Yeah, K- KD is on uh, Charlotte. You almost called him Charlotte Bobcat. I did call. No, I said KD on Charlotte, but nonetheless, KD on Phoenix has me extremely excited. Like yesterday wasn't a perfect game from the Phoenix Suns, but. <laughs> I'm so excited for it. Like, I really am. I kind of wish – I like really wish Chris Paul wasn't on the team. But um, Devin Booker and KD is going to be one fun duo. And it opens everything up. Like, it just makes it makes everybody's job a lot more easier. And they have a point guard who can also just set everybody up. It's up Jalen. So, yeah, he, he you can throw KD anywhere – on any team in any league in professional basketball and it's gonna be fun i just want to say he even though we know he was on a restriction he was playing like in six minute or intervals and then he played like the, the last three but yeah no i think this fit is perfect first off the devin booker ad duo lethal chris paul doesn't even need to score anymore all right and I mean, the two of them, uh, while KD was on minutes restriction, KD and Devin Booker combined for 60 points. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. On minutes restriction, baby. And it makes Aiton, too. Like, oh, yeah. Because he, you know, Aiton, nothing against Aiton or Chris Paul. It's just now they're perfect complementary players. I like, they're just so perfect. I agree. I agree. And... The thing is, is that this is definitely, definitely a situation that you're looking at it where this team, they're so good in their starting lineup. You got a, a, a 16 and 10 guy in DeAndre Eden who's, who scores efficiently. You got yourself KD, Devin Booker, and as much as people want to say Chris Paul is washed, Chris Paul on a good night, can still give you 15, you know? And if he's not giving you 15, he's giving you 15 assists. And I I just think the only complaint you could go have against this team is if one of the starters were to get hurt, it might not be that good of a situation because they don't have 
that much depth. As you guys know, yesterday was the last day you could sign a player to a playoff roster, which shocked me that no one signed Nerlens Noel or, or Goran Dragic. We just lost Jackson. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, nobody did anything. No one did anything. Nerlens Noel was me. What the hell was the point? <laughs> yeah. We saw a couple 10-day ten day contracts in two ways, which basically they did that just in case like someone gets hurt and those guys can become you know playoff roster eligible. Yeah, Nerlens Noel will not be in the playoffs. Goran Dragic will not be in the playoffs. I thought, you know, a team like the cool Suns, shit. I really thought the Suns would make one more move to build up their depth. I didn't think they needed a big because they had Jocelyn Lendell and Bismack Biombo, but, you know, Carmelo or Goran Dragic would have been a good addition in my opinion. I guess everyone likes what they got, which is pretty surprising because I thought Phoenix. Oh, one thing, one thing, one gripe. You know what's a problem with this Phoenix team that I noticed? Huh? Monty Williams? No, no, no. The one problem with this roster construction, they don't have – guess who was the second most foul – took the second most free throws? On this team, on this, on, um, that Devin Booker, DJ Warren. No, no, damn, that's a good guess, though. It wasn't uh, a guess. Josh, Josh Kogi, no, yeah, Josh, yeah, Kogi. that's weird. Josh Kogi was the second leading free throw attempter, and that's the problem. They have Chris Paul and Kevin Durant, two guys who are mid range, you know, like they're not, not drivers necessarily, they don't draw fouls. And so one might say they don't really have a true downhill foul drawer, which I, I said in my video, like, thankfully you have TJ Warren and you could maybe ask that you could maybe see TJ Warren, Cameron Payne and Damian Lee, yeah. like those guys, maybe have them come off the bench and start going downhill. And like people, some people will be like, Oh, why do free throws matter? Free throws slow the game down. It's three points. It's just, it's just good to like draw fouls, you know, like obviously not Trey Young style, like the way Trey Young d- did it was annoying. But like I'm talking in the sense that having a guy who can come in and just, you know, throw off the pace of the game and catch the defense off guard and draw some oh fouls is huge. They what? had 15 free throws last. Yeah, they, they had 15 free throws. That, that was my one thing. That. Yeah, Since when like I. 2008. When I watched this game, uh, my one takeaway from it, you know, as much as I loved the game, I was just like, oh, damn. Yep, they don't have much free throw shooting. Not that their guys can't shoot free throws. No, their guys can shoot free throws. They don't draw, yeah. free, they don't draw free throws is what I'm trying to you say. You know, that, that's very interesting. And, you know, once we get into the playoffs, and I noticed that um, in two days ago's game, and now you're starting to see it, you've been starting to see it for a little bit, where uh, Chicago played Toronto, and they blew. They just let them play. They let them play all night long, foul after foul. Uh, it's just, you'll take free points in the playoffs, because it, oh, yeah. it just gets different. I uh, I really want to see Darius Baisley play basketball, so I'm um, I've got a little not vendetta against Monty Williams, but he's not my favorite coach in the league. But still, welcome to Phoenix, Katie. I've always wanted to live in Phoenix, and he's making that so rise in my mind. I'm so happy I didn't go to Arizona State. I, I talked to one of my professors. And she said someone else who went to Arizona State last year for the program I got accepted into said it was, like, overhyped and it was, like, too good to be true. And, like, they don't really like it now. Dude, Arizona seems so cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like UFOs and – Yeah, but – see, if I'm going to live in 100-degree weather, I'd rather be moving to Florida where there's a fucking – Is this a dry – is a dry (laughs) – no – but I'd rather live where there's beaches right there. What do you what do you mean? Okay, first off, first off, you know how many, like, obviously not really for me because I have a girlfriend, but like, you know how many like like diverse like cultures are there? Like in in Miami compared like in Florida, Florida, I, where would you rather live? My, like Boca Raton slash Miami or Phoenix, Arizona? Well, I agree, Florida, but I We'll Arizona's live. dope. Arizona's I dope. I will live in Arizona at one point in my life. It's just not going to be next year, most likely. Yeah, guy who much. votes for, like, the so. show me the papers law. What's that? 
It's like a law that used to exist in Arizona where like people could walk up to immigrants if they thought that you oh, and, they, and they would say, show me your papers. So like, let's say if I was walking with you guys and someone wanted to be a conservative, they just walked up to me and show me your papers. I'd like look at them and be like, bro, like American. Do you hear this voice? American. <laughs> like, yeah. Wild law. Yeah. Is that it, the Bush era? Yeah, I was actually. It was like, right actually? Before, yeah, I was like right before Obama. It was like a huge, I, I'm pretty sure when Obama came into power, Obama like, like executive ordered like or some shit like got rid of it. It yeah, doesn't. He, ex- he he's not gonna like that. Yeah. Either way, let's, any last thoughts about this team? I think they're. they're <laughs> I think the Kevin Durant led Phoenix Suns are contenders. Two. I think we agreed on two things. To, they're not concerns, but two things to keep an eye out for. They're free throw attempts as a team. And what will happen if one of the starters gets injured? And also move on from Monty Williams, but we'll talk about that. Why is your gripe day. with Monty Williams? What do you do? He's Fuck your girlfriend? Head yeah. Anyways, I can't wait for a Phoenix Suns, Golden State Warriors, Western Conference Finals with Sacramento possibly. Uh, I rather have a Sacramento Phoenix Suns. I'm on this whole yeah, Sacramento. You're, you're anti. Oh, I mean, well, I don't know how that's racist, but I'm all for anti Curry. I'm Denver oh, Nuggets. Oh, that would be so lame. Oh my goodness. What do you mean Nuggets versus Kings? No one wants to watch Denver Nuggets play basketball. I gotta you tell me nobody wants <laughs> to watch the Western Conference Finals of Sabotis versus Jokic. I'm just, I, I'm just a salty Warriors fan, listeners. Harrison I, Barnes versus Michael Porter Jr. Aaron Gordon versus Keegan Murray. Okay, that that would be fine. I'm just a salty Warriors fan in this hypothetical Western Conference Finals. <laughs> I'd like the Nuggets, and I love Nicole Jokic. They're a cool team. They're a good team. Jalen Johnson brought up some good points. Shout out, dog, for commenting that. Let's talk about the next team, the New Orleans Pelicans. What do you think of this squad? What do you think of B.I.? And what's crazy is this team, the Pelicans, were, you know, soaring, flying. <laughs> There's that a star and happen that we can't reach, but either way, they're five and five in the last ten. And you know the Pelicans, what were they third or fourth at one point of this season? They're now the tenth seed. Yeah, yes, correct. They're horrible without Zion. I'm surprised there are numbers. They're not horrible. The they're horrible without Zion. <laughs> uh, don't get it twisted. <laughs> They're like 500 now, but 500. I, I don't I don't really know what to say other than they they suck without Zion. So yeah, Brandon Ingram had what you know one thing I gathered from Brandon Ingram's 40 point games right now that just came to the dome is no one gives a shit about 40 point games anymore because it happens five times a night. So yeah, Josh Richardson's cool. CJ McCollum's cool. They have a cool team. The plane will be the plane will be interesting. It's just a great time in basketball right now because theoretically they could go even on a they're a game and a half outside of the fifth spot. <laughs> like what the fuck? They could theoretically go on a five game winning streak. Zion could come back next week, early on Monday, and play and and they'll rattle off eight of ten wins, and just like that, they're the fifth seed. And it's just like, what the heck is the Western Conference? So, yeah, no, I, I, it's crazy to think about. Also, you know, it's another thing that people have not talked about who's been missing for the Pelicans at times this season. He hasn't been entirely healthy. And it's, you know, Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah, the the Jonas from the start to the end's been kind of interesting because because he's played sixty one. He's played sixty. Sorry, no, no, you're good. No, no, I didn't mean to cut you off. He's played sixty one games, but yeah, like he'll have the occasional game that he doesn't play because of an injury, and then some games he'll play low twenties, then some games he'll play thirty minutes, and it's it's 
it's been a weird mix. Uh, you know what I mean? With Jonas Valanciunas, like he's been, he's played a majority of the season, but I don't know if he's been dealing with an injury all season long that some days he can play only 20 minutes, some games he can play 30 minutes, or it's depending on the matchup, you know? Yeah, I'm sure it's heavily matchup-based. Yeah, I, I also think he's – I personally think he's struggling with some sort of like – you know, everyone's injured at this point. If you're not injured, you're lying. Yeah, so it could have been more of a loader, loader management type of thing. I mean, he, the, I, I don't know. It's a really good point because he's like, you know, 32, 32 minutes against the New York Knicks and then – so was plus three yesterday against Orlando, but only. But I'll have twenty four and twenty six and twenty five against the Thunder, Cavs, and Hawks. You know. Yeah, like he'll have thirty. He'll play thirty minutes, and then the next and game play twenty twenty three. I'm confident when I say this that Jonas Valanciunas is a top ten center. Closer to ten. Closer to ten. He's like the tenth best center in the NBA, at least. I just don't have. I, don't, I just don't have a rebuttal right now. And you, you sound right, and I, I know you're right, but I just he, don't have any rebuttal. At least if he's not top 10, he's top 15. He's one of the 15. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. He's one of the 15 better centers in the NBA. Matt Fanto. So, the Zion issue as well. The yeah, NBA yeah. Finals will be Golden State and Milwaukee. I think we all know that. By now. I, I think Milwaukee's a really good bet to have, like personally. Like Milwaukee's a fantastic bet to have. I look, so we let's talk about Zion real quick. I'm pulling up right here. Zion on February 28th is making good progress. He's having an MRI, allegedly, they said on the 28th, which was two days ago. He's having an MRI next week. So I, so I've had a hamstring injury before. Again, I know this is a professional athlete, but. I I suffered a hamstring. Matt, finals prediction. I, I don't oh, I, I don't typically do finals prediction. I like doing conference finals predictions. I got right now Boston Celtics versus Bucks. And then I got Denver Nuggets versus ooh, ooh, that like it gets hard. Denver Nuggets versus I would love to see the Nuggets versus Kings, but I'm right now if I had to put money, Nuggets versus Suns. Okay. Uh, how long did it take for you to come up with those predictions? Not long, not long. I've had that. I've had the Nuggets for a while. I've like, I've, I've been on the Nuggets train for a while. Everyone can suck my dick, but Zion, it's a hamstring injury. I've only pulled my hamstring, but dude, when I pulled my hamstring, that was like a month long. Like I was still feeling it. Like, like it took two weeks just to have like normal movement back in my leg, and then another two weeks to like not feel it in my leg, if that makes sense. So I'm going to be back. I know, I know, but, like, obviously there's a ramp-up period. So what the big the big question here is, if you guys also hit that like and subscribe button, we're live Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern time. Be a friend and tell a friend. If you guys didn't like it, just forget it ever happened. But with that being said, yeah, Jalen John said hamstrings are tricky. Like, it, everyone just responds differently. And the, the thing from what I've learned with hamstrings is, like, they linger. They linger. It just doesn't feel right. Especially because was – do we know if his was a tear at all? A torn hamstring? He would be out for the season. No, no, tear, tear, tear. Like, it's partial tear. Oh. If he partially teared it. I'd have to reread the diagnosis. Oh, so you know that – Jose Alvarado, I, I thought this was quiet. Jose Alvarado has suffer, suffered a stress fracture in his tibia. Yeah. Tibia is the other one, right? The second largest bone in your body. I, the, dude, I can't even think of where the tibia is. Right it's the now. one next That's, to your fibia. Because the, the fibia is your femur. You're not your femur. Your femur. It's the one next to your femur. Where is Oh. Because the femur is the strongest bone in your femur's body. huge. Yeah, the femur is the strongest bone in your body, and the femur is connected <laughs> to your tibia, which means he he stress fractured his shin. He stress fractured this bone. This bone stress fractured. <laughs> yeah, that's like so. Jose Alvarado suffered a stress fractured like in his shin, like calf shin, like lower leg, and he's just running it. 
Yeah, yeah, it's just he, he, yeah, probably had really bad shin splits and he just played through shin splits. That's usually what happens. You're not supposed to play through shin splits because it'll lead to stress fractures. Perfect. This team is banged up and yeah. there's so much potential. Perfect. It's Okay, I don't want to play this, but devil advocacy. How many more seasons do you go through Zion? Uh, we just did this two days ago. I give them until he damn well pleases. You know, 27, 7, and 4s don't grow on trees. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. But And he's 22 years old. Uh, he's 22 years old. We're but Zion. Old man. Take one guess how many games he's played this season. 21. 29. It's fine. I know. I know. I love Zion. However long he wants. You know what's really cool before we move on to this? Kevin Durant, when someone asked him if he had to say if there was any player to compare him to, and he says, like, there isn't really anyone to compare me to, but he's like, if there was one guy, but he's not young anymore, Brandon Ingram. KD literally said the only player in the NBA that reminds him of himself, but he's not a young guy anymore, Brandon Ingram. And I, yeah. B.I. is sick. B.I. is fucking B. sick. so sick. So sick. It gets, it gets downplayed because of the New Orleans market, but he's so sick. Yeah, and he's like this low-key guy. Like, he's got that KD low-key like vibe. Like, he, he's not a talker. He's not, he does his own thing, and, like, he just lets his game speak for himself, you know? Yeah, he's perfect. I, I've I never was a huge bi guy on Los Angeles, but since he went to New Orleans, he's he he's I, he's became one of my favorite players because you never hear him chirp. He's I also love the the scraggly like not give a fuck about like his appearance where he just has this grown out beard, overgrown hair, you know. <laughs> Like, I love it. Like, most NBA players are, like, getting their hair cut once a week, you know, getting lined up and shit. Brandon Ingram just wakes up and goes to the game. How many games has Brandon Ingram played this season? 50. 28. So when should the Pelicans give up on B.I.? Dude, oh, I'm playing devil's advocate. No, I'm just kidding. They're completely- Did B.I. only actually play 28 games? This- I knew he missed yeah. a, a good chunk. <laughs> I thought it was closer to, like, 50 or 40. Holy crap. Because he missed basically the first half of the season, right? I feel like he missed it, – it's felt – and – It didn't feel that long. Well, yeah, it didn't feel that long. Okay, so he missed all of December. He missed all of December and uh, basically all of January. So all of December and January. I, I guess I didn't realize it was that long of a, an absence. Yeah. That's they're just this team is just not healthy. They're just not healthy. No, I got that. So it's averaging 40 points in the month of March. <laughs> Funny. I can't oh, believe it's already Thursday. Yeah, that is wild. It's kind of fucked up, for being honest. I have one more month in the state. Uh, and then are you just going to chill in Chicago for the time being? No idea what to do. I mean, if anything, you could save up in Chicago, stack up your money, and then head back. I don't need to save up anything. I want to, I'm want i going to hop on a jet and live in Italy for two My f- to three months. So, so we're going to talk about the Boston Celtics in a second. But before we say that, so one of my boys, he, he just bought a house, and he's, like, making bank. Like, last night he just hopped on a, uh, on a private jet. And then flew, flew out of Palm Beach to back to Maryland. But guess what his job is? Um, he sells. He convinces military veterans to refinance their mortgages. Is this a morally proper career? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, that's, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all were like... A bunch of so one of my boys works for like the, a top four accounting firm in the country, and he lined this kid up who works for now. He so my boy Trevor, who lives in Palm Beach, flying on private jets, bought like a almost a million dollar house at twenty four. It 
turned down a job as investment real estate for a top four accounting firm in the country so he could refinance mortgages for world uh for american veterans which is aka steal their money yeah, morals there's no morals in this country how fucked is that we were all like laughing and my boy was so bad he's like he's like i just can never he goes he's like i can never recommend a person for a job ever again he's like i stuck my neck up hit up a partner it was like this kid's about to graduate like really good guy they offered him the job and he said nah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go scam uh military veterans and refinance their mortgages yeah 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 <laughs> a lot of grimy cats out there but let's talk about the boston celtics they beat the cavaliers and we'll talk a little bit about the cavaliers and if the cavaliers are a team that if you're a fan of should you be scared that they might i, I don't know if the words choke but might not be ready tonight we got to see jason tatum drop 41 yep we got Jalen Brown at 16, 14 from Marcus Smart, 11 from Robert Williams, Al Horford at 23. Crazy thing is, is the Celtics had three guys average, three guys have double doubles. Double double for Jason Tatum, double double for Al Horford, double double for Robert Williams. And then basically they ran a seven man rotation tonight with Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon playing a brunt of the minutes and then a little sprinkle of Mike Muscala and Sam Hauser in there. But what do you think of these Boston Celtics and are you a fan? Uh yeah, I, I I know. You see your words. I'm hesitant with teams like Boston and Denver because I just know they're gearing up for the playoffs. And it it was something that we saw a couple of nights ago against the New York Knicks, where it's like, no, Brown didn't play, and. I don't know, like, you t- like you can't compare the Knicks and the Celtics right now because I know Swaggy was loving the, the upset, but it's like, I don't know, man. These guys are playing for different things. You're on the road. You're on a road trip, what have you. You want to go back to your family. You're already the best two teams in the East. Uh, you're just getting ready for the playoffs. And I, it's hard to put, like, a lot of stock into any regular season game. Like, there's not too many regular season games that even matter. So – with Boston, it's just continue to work on what you need to work on and continue to tighten things up so that once you get into the playoffs, you're healthy and uh, it's riding high. And a win against the Cleveland Cavaliers certainly does that. Yeah, no. And first off, can we talk about how underrated Mike Muscala has been? It was a really, it was a really good move, for sure. It- it seemed like such a small, minuscule, you know, between the lines move. And yeah, first off, Mike Muscala is born in the same place I was born. He was born in St. Louis Park. I was born in St. Louis Park. He was probably born in St. Louis Park Hospital, just like me. But Mike Muscala, your brother. Yeah, I mean, from twelve years. I mean, I'm supposed to have an extra sibling, but he got aborted. But like, that's such a scared. <laughs> But I respect either... survivors. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, this, Mike was through five games. I mean, he's only played five games since being on this team. But 20 minutes a night, 8.6 points, 37% from three. They just needed a guy who could come in and just be not Luke Cornette, which is nothing against Luke Cornette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing against Luke Cornette. Not, uh, they need a guy who can step in and not be Luke Cornette or Blake Griffin and just – no disrespect to either of those two players because they're yeah. important, but uh, yeah, like literally no disrespect. <laughs> like they just like <laughs> I didn't know how to like explain why they needed Mike Muscala on the side. Just like <laughs> I rather have Mike Muscala out there than Luke Cornette. <laughs> yeah. The hand in the, yeah, the hand yeah. in the eyes. And Blake Griffin's really like not getting cut or anything. Like, supposedly Blake Griffin is like beloved in the locker room. Like, beloved. Like, he is, like, the vocal leader of this team. He deserves it, man. I'm, I've always been a huge Blake guy. Like, even when he was on the Clippers, I was always a Blake guy. Now that he's a father, you know, you can tell he's just matured so well. And... We all know that kid's Kessler Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's – yeah, pretty fucked. <laughs> is the Celtics the most guaranteed conference finals appearance? Like I, I think, feel like I think so. 
I don't know why, but like the East, it's it's the Bucks or the Celtics coming out the East. That's the conference finals. I just can't see a team beating yeah. either of those teams four times in the playoffs. I know. I just things change so much in the playoffs. Like they I know just change so much. I don't think people realize it. Like right now in the NBA, there's maybe four teams who actually can win the NBA finals. Maybe five. That's but. Huge. But someone could get hurt on one of those teams. Somebody could get hurt. You're 100% right. So then it would go down to four. Boston's one of them, even on a bad Boston night. I mean, the one thing is they almost lost to the Bucks in seven with no Chris Middleton. But, 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 but this team has gotten a lot better from last year. And they have a lot more experience than that buck series from last year but like i look at teams like philadelphia and the new york knicks here and you know that's why i want so hopefully swaggy wakes up or comes on because they're just not gonna win the finals things change in the playoffs those fouls aren't getting called for mr Embiid and harden and you know what's my thing against Against the the Sixers, nothing against the ability of this team. It's just with every day, there's this more and more articles coming about out about James Harden returning to Houston. He's it looks like it's gonna happen. Yeah, I <laughs> I don't think it's good for team chemistry and a team locker room if your star play one of your star players is having you know an article written every day that this offseason or in the near future he will be returning. To a rebuilding team. I personally think that's a bad. I can't say that team's going to win a championship when they're saying James Harden all the time is, you know, going to. I old, like going to go back to Houston. The other thing is, is I saw an article the other day saying that Philadelphia is thinking about that. They might just have to blow it up and trade Embiid. Why? I don't know why. They said if James Harden leaves, they should just blow it up. And I was like, why? You could have Harden like a year ago. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, you could you could definitely go package like Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey, and every other contract and pair Joel and beat up with like Zach Levine or like maybe if Damian Lillard asks out, you know? Dame is a very interesting name to throw on in there, isn't he? That is interesting. Yeah, they shouldn't. I mean, Philadelphia's issue is it's more of the same every single year. So, I think the bigger problem is Doc Rivers at this point, I think. I will say, Harden looks unbelievable. Oh, Harden looks great. He's so good. Like, I can't not say – I can't 100% guarantee Philadelphia is going to win isn't at a, all. But this isn't the same Harden as we're used to. This is a different That's Harden. That's what I'm saying. Like, He's this just is a, so different. It's awesome. It's this isn't a Harden relying on his athleticism. This no. is hard. This is Harden like playing a different style. Like he's changed his game, James Harden. He's he's so good at basketball. And, yeah, um, you're right. He he takes it. You know what that is? It's a ceiling razor, right? It's a razor you keep in the ceiling in case you need to cut garlic or something. Who's more impactful to winning basketball for the Sixers? Embiid or Harden? <coughs> Harden. It's got to be Harden. I mean, really, I think it's Embiid. I just don't think. I, it's like having a super athletic point guard. I just don't know. Who's the last? Who's the last center? Who was the best player on their team that won a championship? Anthony Davis? No, no, LeBron. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Tim Duncan? No, Center. was Kawhi? What? Sam? No, I was about to say, was Kawhi better than Tim already at that point? It doesn't matter because Tim's a power forward. At the end of his career, he's a center, you asshole. Um, Okay, so Shaq. On what team? Was he better than Dwayne? No, Dwayne Wade won MVP that year. So I guess the Lakers. 
There also was a guy named Kobe. Yeah, but that was young Kobe. Young Kobe. That was young. Okay. Kobe. Uh, all right. So if there was okay, so possibly twenty years ago is basically the point to this. Story. Yeah. So I think it's James Harden. Uh, let's pivot over here and talk about the Cavs. Cavs for most of the season, we said they were just right outside the contender. They were a top ten team, but you know the contenders are usually you know the top five teams. We were everyone would say you know the Cavs were the team that was like just right outside of there. I have the Cavs. If I had to say, I would choose the Cavs over the 76ers, but I can't take the Cavs over the Bucks or the, Bucks or the Celtics. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> as shitty as it is from Philadelphia. Like the Cavs, are, I honestly think the problem with the Cavs, it's really not the Cavs in the sense that it's more the fact that they have an incredible starting lineup, okay? But it, it's it's the it's the bench. Like Ricky Rubio is fine, but they don't really don't really really play Robin Lopez, okay? And so they don't really play a backup big. And then B, as much as I love Karis LeVert and Isaac Okoro, they still that wing position is their Achilles heel. Yeah, man. They can't get any consistency from their wings. Like you got Donovan Mitchell scoring yeah. forty plus every other game, and DG doing great. Evan Mobley's taking the jump, and dude, this is um, it's just cool because this is a long. This is another team like kind of like Sacramento, just maybe a year after Sacramento, where it's like this team is just really good. They're really set up for the future, and they're a top three defense in the NBA, regardless. That's the issue is that the fourth worst scoring offense and Karis Levert can give you buckets, but I do worry come playoff time. The good news is defense is really freaking good. So this team, it, you know what they're going to spend this offseason doing? Turning Karis Levert, Isaac Okoro, Dean Wade into three shooters. Hopefully, because Karis is on his way out. Also, why did they sign Danny Green? Does it not play him? Exactly. For the, well, I don't know how many times I've told you Daniel Red is it's done. It's done. But he's fun. shooting he's in three games. In three games, he's shooting forty three percent in ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like throw minutes. him out. Like, I, even though it's ten minutes a night, okay, he's shooting. He, he's a better shooter than Dean Wade, Jetty Osman, and more consistent. Well, the the issue when you get these guys is they need time and so he's got to work into the system and he also just tore his ACL so I mean he's, he's back baby yeah J- like really Jalen Johnson said it best Jay Crowder would be good for them yeah um even like Terrence Ross would have been great I'm trying to think who was let me check. Uh, you know what? Surprise didn't get signed. I thought Carmelo was really going to get signed by the Suns. Dude, I don't know how many times I got flamed in that clip. Carmelo Anthony can't guard a fucking cone. He did get. He flamed. can't guard a fucking cone. They're like, this guy's like, like don't, don't talk down on my unk. I'm like, unk's thirty eight. All right, I don't <laughs> like. I watched hey, really? unk a lot last year play for the Lakers. Like, he can't guard a fucking cone. That's usually how our clips go. Either I, I get I get destroyed for a bad take, or you get destroyed for being a hater. Yeah. Like, no, these are this is why he's still free agent. Damn, um, I'm trying to find it. Keep up the clip. Keep up the clip. Keep up the clip. Where, this where, team will only get as far as turns. Yeah, it's crazy to think like Terrence Ross was a big name going around in the trade candidacy. And then he gets bought out and goes to to Phoenix, and everyone's like, he's not that good. Anyway. Well, he originally was signing, told Dallas he was going to sign, and then literally Kevin Durant calls him up, and he's like, come to Phoenix. And he's like, why the fuck would you want to go to Dallas? No income tax. I'll pay your taxes. I'm pretending I'm KD. I'll pay your taxes. That's not that. That wasn't Terrence Ross. Could you imagine? KD calls Terrence Ross on the phone and is like, "Come to Phoenix," and he's like, "I want to pay income taxes." 
That's how I would if a guy was calling. He's like, "Why aren't you coming to this contention?" He's like, "Bro, no. income tax." You just played for the Orlando Magic for twenty-three years. You're an old man. He got Long used to it. He got used to no income, income tax. tax. He got used yeah, to no income can, tax. He can take. He, he can got used half to it. A year with, with no income tax. I think you need to live where. I think you need to live there for like nine months or something, anyways. So he's probably in the clear. Jaw Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies. Would you say this team is kind of like the Cavaliers of the West? Do you just pop in as in? Yeah. So yeah, I might work all the sports guys pack zins. Like I'll look yeah. over because like oh, yeah. re- the reporter station is like shares the state. Like on the other side is report uh, is the sports guys, and I'll like talk to them, and they'll just look up and they'll be like, <laughs> and like they'll just like we'll be talking, and they'll just have. <laughs> Hoggers in, and they'll just be like typing. Couple Dexter, Ski, Sydney. Do you spit Sydney, or do you swallow? Me. Jesus. <laughs> the point. I will just. I will just say this. The point of Zins is to not spit. Really, I can't use those two words in the same sentence ever. <laughs> I was. I was. Uh, when I used I was to. Swallow, I, I, I was. So I never I liked long cut, but then I got oh, out. Oh yeah, I was a long cut guy. Winter green, <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Grizzly is that the brand? Grizzlies? I think Grizzly. Yeah. Yeah, Grizzly Winter Green. It's the one with the cloth through it. And then I liked Copenhagen better, but Grizzlies oh, yeah. was always near there. Uh, Kodiak was good, but then I switched over to Chew, and I like chewed for like a year. You know, Red Man's Chew, like in uh, Sandlot. Yeah, dude, I used to carry a water bottle that would be like black tar because like chews so yeah. much juicier and like black. It dude. tastes like it tastes like honey raisins is what I've always said. And I would throw that in, dude. I would have like a like that, and I would just chew. And like dude, I was like eighteen chewing, and my friends would be like, "You are disgusting." I'm like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and I would like, I "We, I love chewing." And like, uh-huh. dude. Dude, we'd be hanging out, and if I didn't have a bottle, I'd be spitting. And like, if I sat up next to me, it would just be a black puddle because I would just be like, <laughs> "That's disgusting." <laughs> yeah, you need uh, you need that. I forget. There's this show. I wish Thomas was here. There's this Canadian show. Letter Kenny is what Letter it's Kenny. Called. Yeah, I, was, I, I knew always it. dipping in that. I knew exactly when you when you were saying there's this Canadian show. I was like, you're about to say Letter Kenny. <laughs> my girl, guess who showed? My girlfriend showed me that show. Yeah, that was a great show. It was pretty good. I couldn't. It's like I love right. dumb comedy. I love dumb mm-hmm. comedy. That one might have been too dumb. It 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 is very dumb and uh, it gets old pretty fast. It got old pretty fast. Yeah. Like we watched the first season and then once we got to the second season, I was like, I don't know if I can keep watching this. Like maybe as a throwaway show when I'm not trying to pay it's attention. A good throwaway show. It's not a show that like I'm like watch trying to keep up with the storyline. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. There are some good jokes in there, though. Get this criminal off my screen. So are the the Memphis Grizzlies in a similar boat to the Cavaliers? The Memphis Grizzlies are the Cleveland Cavaliers if everybody hated the Cleveland Cavaliers because no one hates the Cleveland Cavaliers because yeah, they're annoying as fuck. So. Why? Why? Is it because John Moran holds guns up against people and beats up 17-year-olds? I mean that was a really retarded story, but hey, family is everything. Is all I'll say on that. But no, but like um, the only I only said that I actually don't care. I don't care. Like yeah. I, as long as he's not like you know being a menace to society and like. But it's a dirty. What is it? Is like John Brooks at all? I like Dylan Brooks. He, yeah, he, but John Moran, what is he? He's got like three accusations of like some sort of assault yeah, he, he, in he, the past. He's all over the place this year. He, he wants to go back to the hood is the joke. Really? Well, that's like the joke because he keeps getting all these shenanigans. He's a young kid. I'm sure he he's told he's talked about how much he boozes. I'm sure he I'm sure he loves his booze. He loves to smoke as we all do at this age. And uh, I like the villain arc. I really do. I don't think this year is the year because this team called Golden State still exists and uh, as we saw last year, they're not going to do anything, and then you have people who disagree with that. But um, I've, it's been smart. really cool to see Dylan Brooks not be a good basketball player anymore, um, except on defense, obviously. I don't want to get that twisted. And I'm just a Salty Warriors fan because Dylan Brooks 
is um, Look a dirty son of a bitch. Look so. at my dog. She's like sleeping. Look, she's like shaking because she's dreaming. You know, for a pit bull, that's pretty cute. That's like her little chair. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's like fully aware that we're talking about her now. She wants to bite me. Tell me, is that she cute? We also have to lie in, in Florida that she's a boxer mix. Yeah, I agree with the landlord. Fuck that. Shit's scary, dude. Not no, your dog. Not your dog. You go in Miami County. <laughs> yeah. Shit, they're I, scary, dude. Yeah, I read on I read on Reddit they don't care. They don't really care. Oh, but weed. Yeah, they <laughs> I mean it's medical. Do you have a medical? Card? No. How do you go about then? Well, uh my buddy smokes a lot. So if I ever want to smoke, I usually yeah. would just hit him up. Yeah. So your roommate. <laughs> <laughs> That's how your buddy. Say my roommate. I don't want to like indict him or <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't really smoke anymore. I, I knew you said that. I was about to follow that up. I was like, even are you even smoking? But Jaron Jackson Jr., the defensive player of the yeah. year, he's still he's still depoy, but like no one's talking about depoy anymore because they're just like, Yeah, it's Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah. All right. Dylan Brooks, 16 a night. He's also been playing great. Xavier Tillman doing a great job in cleanup duty for yep. Stephen Adams. Uh, nothing against Santi Alama. I just Xavier Tillman's a little thicker, and they I think they like Xavier Tillman against the big boys and Santi. Like as, as much as I love him, I, I really do thought Santi Alama is going to be a guy in his third season who's really going to break out or what, whichever season that they, they start to phase out or move on from. Like Steven almost Adams. Like a, you know what vibe I just caught from that? Kind of almost possibly a Lori Markinen type situation. Yeah, but like eight. different. Like okay, yeah, yeah, not averaging twenty and ten in a second year, but yeah, yeah, like breakout I, type of candidate. I was trying to think of another player who took like four years to break out that like just jumped onto the scene. Oh, like, like yeah, that, that, but that's like really good. <laughs> But I can see Santi being a guy who every season he slowly, slowly increases his numbers. And then either his third, fourth season or even his fifth season when he gets his first season of his new extension. And they like find because this will happen when they move on from Steven Adams, because I assume that they envision their future starting lineup of like Santi Alama, Jaron Jackson Jr., Ja Morant, Desmond Bain, and I guess maybe Zaire Williams. Um you have, I don't even know if that's. I know, I know. The, I know the whole wing position is a big question mark, but whoever their wing is, but the four guys: Desmond Bain, John Morant in the back court, front court. Stephen, I'm not Stephen Adams gets replaces Jaron Jackson Jr. for as center, and then the power forward Santi Alama. Yeah, it's just the issue with Triple J is being at center and fouls. But yeah, I get. Oh, you could play Salty. I just rather have Jared Jackson Jr. be the center than Salty. In I think Salty, world. I think in a perfect. Yeah, I think in a per, if Salty can play center. I think Salty though is more suited as a power forward. I know. It's yeah, this is definitely it's it's fun, man. They're fun. They I know they struggled a lot uh, in the last before the break, but they're a fun team. I love. I really love the villain. We all we always need them. Um. Uh, are you Don't tell Jaw to stop eating McDonald's. Fuck off, I've, Carl. Yeah, that's one thing. No. <laughs> I, can we talk about the way that the the Grizzlies man, front office and management? The way that they okay, I want to compare Anthony Edwards and John Morant. The way John Morant is handled by the organization. Is completely different by the, how the Timberwolves are holding Edwards to an organization by the organization. Like Anthony Edwards, the organization has contacted, like, has talked with him. They're like, "Hey, dude, you got to stop eating McDonald's. You got to stop eating junk food." And they like, I'm pretty sure they hired a nutrition for Anthony Edwards, and like, they told him they're, they're right though. Yeah, they're right That's though. And then like, whenever Anthony Edwards does something like you know the whole gay people thing or like you know something suspect that they're they 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 meet up with him and they just have a you know a simple conversation. They're like, hey, you're the face of the franchise. You can't be doing this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not telling him don't be who you are, but like just like you you have a role. You're, and an you're employed. You're employed. You're employed. Yeah. yeah. 
And I think that's really good how they do it. They're like, we know you're a kid. Like you're gonna you're gonna make mistakes. You have a lot of life, but like let let us show you like how to be a professional, how to like become an adult and stuff. And I think yeah. that, uh, and maybe that's because the Timberwolves' new owners are Mark Lore and Alex Rodriguez. So Alex Rodriguez knows that, and you know maybe. But it just feels like the Grizzlies are like, as long as we're winning and Jaws putting up stats, Jaw can do what he wants. Yeah, and does it, you're right. I mean, it's. Um... I, it, it's it's almost like old school basketball. Like Michael, did Michael Jordan before they switched to whatever McDonald's cooked with? Like he was a sponsor of McDonald's, and I'm pretty sure he would eat McDonald's every day for breakfast. I'm pretty sure he also didn't lift weights until Phil Jackson became his coach. But it's like it's crazy. But yeah. it was di- a different era with different shit in our food. So that's like yeah. my only concern with both- guys sustainability. The other thing you is, know, I just think it's important to have you know role models and you know coaches and people in your front office who care about you as a human you know like making sure like to to teach you i mean i'm not saying that you know the grizzlies are a bad organization this is just from an outsider's perspective i just think the timberwolves for the situations i know they haven't been as dramatic as john moran's they've done a good job of you know trying to use them as learning experiences for anthony edwards you know, while John Morant, it's just like the Grizzlies, it, you don't ever see them talking about like reprimanding or like, yeah. you know, scolding John Morant He's for his behavior. Pulling up in Pacer players or whatever. It's, uh, yeah, I'm, man, he's, he's got to grow up. And, but yeah, and I, and again, I don't, I hate, I hate how like NBA media try and like there's, you know, conservative media tries to act like NBA players are thugs. No, I'm just talking about like, a lot of guys from the NBA come from, you know, rough backgrounds. And these guys need to be, like, nurtured and shown how, you know, how to be you know, adults. I think yeah, you something. don't want any anything bad happening. And it's not even just from an organization standpoint, like you're saying. It's just these are, these are your boys. These are your you, don't want, you don't want another Delonte West, you know? Yeah, stay away from LeBron's mom, everybody. She's off limits. Stay, stay away from your teammates' moms. Yeah, no, I agree. I guess Swaggy's not coming on. Yeah, I was gonna say I no Knicks, no long Knicks debate. Although I had a really good joke to tell him uh, when he said when he was if he said the Knicks are finals contenders. Right. But before we 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 continue, let me show you this dope ass loft I found in Miami. Miami. Like in Miami or like Miami? Where is this? Yeah, it says Miami, but it's like uh, North Miami. It's ten. It's technically on top of a nail salon, but check this out. Damn, that's a small ass place for two grand. Oh yeah, no. I know. It's, 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 <laughs> a, it's the it's the. I love two floors though. Check this out. It's called cool. bedroom. It's a loft, so the bedroom. Yeah, the bedroom's up here. Well, this clearly is a different, not the same building that they showed. But, like, yeah, up there is the loft. And then you got right here. I just think this is sick, the bedroom. Yeah. But either way, let's do a quick little Knicks talk. And are the – well, the other place I found is this one. Like. This one is Coral Gables. This one's actually closer to the University of Miami. That's a small fucking kitchen. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Whoa, unfurnished? That sucks. Was your place furnished? It's got to be, though. No. And if Nick didn't live here, I'd have literally nothing. I don't have a fucking bed frame, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's sad. You're a grown ass man with income. I know it's very embarrassing. I've never you can have buy a bed here. frame for fifty dollars. I have a bed frame in my living room, I, but I know I'm moving, so it was like, why would I assemble this just to disassemble it? And, I don't know. I mean, that I, I can't, I can't go against that logic. Yeah. Move the. You should just move to Boca. Sign a seven month lease. The issue with that is, by the the time my lease is up, you'd be there for like three months. What do you mean? Shit. A seven-month lease from now would be till like... A seven-month lease, by the time my lease is up, wouldn't even get to the end of the year. And then like early November. 
Okay, then sign a year lease or a two year lease. I don't fucking know. Yeah, but then what if you bail on Boca? Then I'm fucking stuck. I'm not bailing. I just I just paid five. I just paid five hundred, accepting my admission to Miami. I'm moving to Miami. Yeah, you know what if um, something happens? What if you get a nice job offer? Your girl? No, I'm not. No, like I I just spent five hundred dollars. Except I'm like right now writing scholarship letters. Yeah, what if? Kansas I'm like, is like um, no, no. You can I'm, come here for free. We'll no, actually. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't apply to Kansas. Oh damn. Yeah, I'm like fully committed. I'm like going to Miami. Like, there's, there's, right, like well, I'm still gonna wait till August. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on the New York Nick Bockers? Brunson with thirty. I think they're uh, the best offense since they switched to a nine-man rotation and. December might have been late November, but uh, they're good. They're very good, and um, they're red hot, man. They're probably the second hottest team because Milwaukee's won fifteen straight. But you gotta love it. You gotta love the story. Jalen Brunson is a star right now. He's molding. He's he's mold. He he done been molded, and uh, Julius Randle, All NBA season. Mitchell Robinson since he's come back from injury. Has been massive for him. His return was so quiet. No one yeah, talked so about quiet. it. So quiet. I no don't even know what happened to it. Same. I was like, it's, it's a big deal. I was, yeah, literally, I turned down the Knicks game the other day and I saw Mitchell Robinson there. I was like, did no one like want to tweet that Mitchell Robinson was coming yeah. back? Because I saw him out there. I was like, when did they announce Mitchell Robinson's coming back? And um, yeah, no, I, first off, did you see the tweet that Jalen Brunson made Tom Thibodeau smile? Yeah, Swaggy sent that to me, and he. Yeah, I thought that was cool. So, I I'm on the boat that Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle might be all NBA players. Dude, yeah, Brunson's a star. Like I'm thinking that third team all NBA. Yeah, like I'm sorry, like it's it's dude, Brunson's almost shooting fifty percent from the field on twenty four points a night. 41% 41% from three, six and a half assists, almost four rebounds to steal night. Like, that's the other thing. Brunson, for all the shit that they give him, oh, he can't play defense, this and that and this and that. Guess what his defensive rating this year? Yeah, I know it's not his last year is actually 111.8, and this year's 116. Like, he's again not an insane defender, but I think it is like he he really they do a good job of hiding him. Well, he hustles really hard, and that it makes up for any any height or size that he lacks. And the, this team is one star away from being like, oh, I mean, it already is getting to the third OG and Anobi. So. I'm sorry to say this. If no, you switch out RJ Barrett for OG and Anobi. Does this no? I'm thinking like a Brandon Ingram. I'm thinking if RJ took uh, that lead to like 25, I know. Oh, uh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. My apologies. So. Like let's say if Paul if the Clippers blew it up, Paul George. Oh my God! Yeah, holy, like fucking. I would trade R.J. Barrett for Paul George. They're already getting there. I just I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because I got to see it in the playoffs. But they've already beat their win total from last year. I believe that was last night, and you know I I don't think they're quite at the finals. Like I really wanted Swaggy to come on here and say this team is a finals contender. And I was like, well, when you go to Whoville next, can you get me some green eggs and ham? I was, like, so ready for the joke. But um... <laughs> I just choked on my smoke from that. I didn't expect you to say that, but I just choked on the smoke. Well, maybe I'm think, wrong. It, it I didn't expect you to say Whoville. Green eggs and ham in Whoville. That was good. Dude, my teacher told me a sexist yesterday in class. Told you you're sexist? Yeah, I go like this. Does that apply? <laughs> but damn. Yeah, so go. We're class and we're pitching our story ideas for like a class project, and this they're talking about like one girl wanted to do like cheerleading and then like how cheerleaders are forced to be are forced to dress provocatively, etc. And that and then my teacher goes, "Does WNBA have cheerleaders?" And nobody could answer. And I go, "You know, it'd be funny." I was like, "If they had Ch- Chippendales as cheerleaders," and like half the class laughs and the other half class go. <gasps> And like that, and then he goes, "That's a sexist remark." And I was like, "How is that sex?" I was like, "How is that sexist?" Okay, first off, that's not sexist. You guys were talking about how 
females are forced to dress provocatively to be cheerleaders for men. Uh, so I said, you guys asked, do WNBA have cheerleaders? You guys didn't know. So I said, it would be funny if they had Chippendales as cheerleaders. Why? Because the irony would be they have men dressed provocatively cheering for women. That's yeah. not sexist. That's just, it's just distasteful. It's a, yeah. If anything, it's a distasteful joke that shouldn't have been said in a classroom. It's not even distasteful. It's just society is crumbling and everyone's yeah, got it's... their panties in a bunch. I made a perfect 9-11 joke on Instagram yesterday. I was like, it was way too soon. It's like, what? But that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, the thing is, is like, if anything, that joke is a uh, dark black satirical comedy. It's a, it's a, it's, it's all, that's it's what a comedy is. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's dark humor. It's like dark humor. You know what I mean? It's morbid humor. Yeah, this this world sucks, and I don't know too much about Kansas, but I would imagine it's very much like Loyola. It's a lip tart. Like, yeah, that's a not tart. Word. That joke yeah. more here. Yeah, that joke. Like half the people were like half the people found it funny because they were just like, "Damn, he just really said that." You know what I mean? It's like a joke, but like the other, and then like I feel like I just there. I got really pissed off because I was like, "That's not sexism." Like sexism would have been like, "Oh, they should have Chippendales as cheerleaders because girls love cock." That's sexist, right? That's sex. I don't even. I I don't even like sexism. I don't. I don't get it because it's like you want to be treated as equal, but like I can call you a fag. So I don't know if that flies on YouTube. But yeah, I I just talked to multiple people. Like I talked to my friends (laughs) in Moscow. Like I talked to. Carrie's pissed. That's not. Carrie's right though. Yeah, but but that again, that wasn't sexist at all. It was the WNBA. They were saying it, it was just like again, if it was sexist, it would have been like they they. It'd be funny if they had Chippendales because they love cock. That would have been sexist. But I said it would be funny like, if they had Chippendales because the irony would be having provocatively dressed men cheer for women. Yeah, that's satire. It's making fun of uh, sexism. Would be like yeah, they don't have cheerleaders because they're in the kitchen making sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. The, the, like, <laughs> that's, like that. Me say that. I was just taken aback because I was like, "That's not sexism. That's not a sexist comment." <laughs> yeah, no, it carries. Sorry, I didn't mean it. Like, <laughs> I try out for the Hornets, Chippendales. <laughs> but okay, that's, so uh, arms. who? Bang! Game winner, Matt Barnes. <laughs> That's a joke. (laughs) I know who this is. Same. No way. (laughs) Fuck, do you think you are? He's 19 in the Northwest. He's not 19. He used to be 19. Oh, he's 21. (laughs) How do you know that? He used to be 20. Because it has to be with their yellow, it's within two. Dude, that would have been good to know the last nine months we've played this game. But I've known that. Um, wait, wait, wait. Show, he's show. a center. He's a center. Yeah, he's is a... it Shangun? I don't think so. No. Is that Usman Garuba? No, he's 20. Is that Usman Garuba? Oh, I really, I, the... I really thought I did something there. Why did I just guess the Houston fucking Rockets when we're talking Northwest? Dude, who are these players? <laughs> uh, as Reed's not seven. It's not Goofy Gobert. Who's the baguette? He's a 21-year-old. Who else is in that other than Minnesota? Who the fuck? I mean, I know who these players are, but like, there's just no way. Who's the team we're missing? So Portland? Oh, you got we got Portland, Minnesota, Denver, Oklahoma City. Memphis is in the, the South. Jazz? Yeah. Oh, you know who this is? Yo, I would have never, never thought of that. Wow, he looks like such a geek in that picture. Wow. All right. Yeah. You got anything else to say to beautiful people before we get out of here today? <laughs> Bulls almost shit the bed last night. And it's so funny. There's a clip going around. You should see it uh, of Nikola Vucevic being a big old oaf on defense and clearly, clearly shit in the bed. And Patrick Beverly's like, 
go there. And Vucevic is like, oh, no one's ever called me out on my shit. Like, I'm not even remote. avoid looking anywhere near you. It's like, well, yeah, if you run, and then the tape gets run back, and Stacey King's like, yeah, that's he's completely right. <laughs> Young man, yeah. Hey, we did yeah. good. We had um eight, a little, a little under what yesterday did. We had like eight to nine guys today. Yesterday we had ten to thirteen. Still good. So I need to figure out right here. Because Paulo didn't tell me through this whole conversation that he had a computer from 2013. What does he have? A fucking brick with a yeah touchpad or something? I don't he, even. He has a MacBook from 2013. How does he? Isn't he's? I've stalked his Instagram. How the fuck does he edit anything he does? Are they good? He at does it? shows on his. He does shows. He has a podcast. I don't know, man. What? <laughs> Oh, you know what I'm going to see? He has a MacBook. Maybe he can just do iMovie. That's what I use. But if we're if we're talking short form, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you can do it on iMovie. No, I would imagine not. Because I have no idea. No idea. All right. I know it's, Photoshop, it's like we'll, Photoshop and editor. We'll be back tomorrow. Another day. Another dollar. All right. I am going to go ship. Same. Cheers. Yeah.